Because what is more innocent than bombing a police station? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we've all played Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> That's instant stars. Hey, we getting five stars in one go, baby. It's called efficiency. <laughs> Welcome to Casuals of Runeterra, episode 60. I'm your host, Ryan, here with your other host, Hetch. 60? We did it. God, we're old. That's a lot of, <laughs> a lot of hours of episodes. <laughs> <laughs> we talking to a microphone for a long fucking time. I know, when's that paycheck showing up? <laughs> Anyways, housekeeping. You can listen to us everywhere, as usual. Uh, visit us at podcastcore.com for all of our info. Uh, then follow us on any platform you prefer. And then you can send an email to us if you need to reach us at podcastcore at gmail.com, spelled the same way. And then leave a like, follow, and a short review slash comment on any of the platforms that you use. Helps us a lot. Helps us with discoverability, so we appreciate it. Uh, but the best way is to tell a friend to give in to the pyromania by listening to the Casuals of Runeterra podcast. Man, thanks for nothing. Now I have Def Leppard stuck in my head. <laughs> Pyromania! As we continue to... Answer <laughs> um, yeah, it's... Listen, we're talking about this episode, Jinx and Ziggs Paint the Town. So this is a comic from, obviously, Riot. Uh, which gives us a brief adventure of the two crossing paths in an uh, unexpected way. Uh, it's short. Yeah. You know, it's a comic. It's about 12 pages or a little more, um, give or take. And it's it's fun. It's kind of written almost like a old cartoon. If you think of like, you know, the Acme uh, gags that we would get from like Roadrunner and... <laughs> Yeah, like those you, kind of things, right? Got to get, got to get your little bubble in with the bang and pow. Yeah, uh, definitely, definitely old fashioned. But I, I, I for one definitely wanted to like kind of highlight the story thanks to Arcane coming uh, out, which at the point of recording, pretty much right around the yes. corner. Um, but that's going to be coming out in November. Um, what is it? November third. <laughs> So or number uh, no uh six sixth sixth November sixth yeah. they're gonna so, pop the first three episodes yeah all at once so uh, it was definitely wanted to touch on this so that we get to see an adventure of Jinxes just going around the town of Piltover where uh, it's not necessarily your champion bio not necessarily gonna be what we see in Arcane since Arcane looks like it's going to be an set before um the jinx that we know and love mm. it becomes the jinx we know and love uh but who knows maybe we'll get to see some of these little things pop up in the show or maybe we'll get to see uh little things that kind of bring us back to this comic or back to what we see in Piltover here so it's gonna be fun to watch the show with this comic in mind exactly Exactly. So let's get into it. Like I said, it's a comedic romp, um, very fun-loving, not too self-serious, but there are some themes here um, that do give us some insight into Jinx. Uh, so we start 
with Zygmunt and Heimendinger. Zygmunt! <laughs> at their tinker factory. They have this little tinker shop in Piltover, um, which is, you know, what, what you would expect a almost like a clock shop to be like. Um, and they are, they look different. You can tell it's them, we can tell it's them, uh, but yeah. the customers can't. And that's the point. The clientele doesn't know that they are not human. Yeah, so this is we we've alluded to this before with our other episodes, like with Heimerdinger and with Fizz, where Yordles they they're magical creatures. So Yordle appearances, no one like really knows what a Yordle actually looks like. We have like the kind of idea of what Yordles look like thanks to some of the characters like Timo mm -hmm. where it's like maybe that is their natural state but yordles are also fun loving creatures so they're constantly changing their appearances uh with with the use of glamours and this first page we get to see <laughs> as far as the glamours if you can look at zig at zigmund with a straight face <laughs> then you just have no funny bone left i don't know what happened to your sense of humor i feel sorry for you yeah, well, we definitely get the odd couple pairing here, right, of the quirky genius and then the fun-loving guy who just wants to blow stuff up. Uh, yeah, the, and they're trying to just make a living, right? Yeah. Uh, basically, like, the borderline psychopath. <laughs> borderline. Borderline until he meets his match a little bit later. Uh, but at the beginning, they have, like, an interaction with one of the clients who's um, not pleased with the service because... You know, instead of using a pinch of pyro gel, he used the whole thing and things went boom. Instead of cleaning his chimney, he uh, blew it up. That's not what that wasn't the plan. Why didn't my chimney get cleaned with the thermite you sold me? <laughs> <laughs> like, exactly. What? Of course it blew up. Like, it's name like pyro gel. What do you expect? Exactly. So we get we get a little bit of fun conflict here between Heimer and Ziggs because Heimer's like, why are we doing this anyways? Why are we wearing this glamour? Why are we not being ourselves and, you know, having a good time? And Heimer's like, we're trying to blend in. Um, you know that they're essentially racist against us. Well, you, we have to do what we have to do. And he's like, I'm going to go for a walk. So he goes for a walk, yeah. puts back on his glamour. And I will I will say yeah. that this is also interesting because this is uh, a, an insight into Heimerdinger before he becomes like the renowned professor. Yes. Like he is just working in some shop, just trying to make a living. Um, so we the Heimerdinger we know from the bio is that he is a very well-respected member of Piltover, whereas right now he's just worried about getting lynched. Uh, so it's kind of a fun uh, look into the past where yes. with his bio, we don't get a lot of his past. So yeah, I don't know as far as if this is going to be like canon or whatnot, but yeah, we, that's, that's a good point. And this also gives us a time frame for Jinx, right? Cause that's the whole thing with Jinx is when did everything happen? Arcane's going to put a lot of spotlight on that, which is going to be great for the lore. We can't wait, and we'll have episodes, so keep an eye out for those. But it's going to give us some insight into what happened to get her to the point that we know Jinx, like how she was released, yeah. right? Yeah, um, and when we get to the second page of this comic, the big spoiler here is that this is, does not tell us of when she became the crazy because she's already crazy in this comic. Yes, <laughs> and the big giveaway is so Ziggs goes for a walk. He has his glamour on at this point. He's not doing anything suspicious, um, but he comes across a... <laughs> 
uh, angry Jinx kicking a machine or a weapon of some sort that's not working the way she wants it to. And she's kind of spying and she's making comments and just kind of cussing out loud. But she also makes the comment that something fuzzy's watching her without seeing it. Like she's not looking at him. Her back is turned and she's preoccupied with this thing. But she mentions it and he's like, wait, what? Because even he, who is watching her, is like, wait, what did she just say? And then she grabs him and pulls him over. And she was like, oh, what's this? Right? And his glamour disappears immediately um, afterwards. So that's yeah. actually, you know, it's played with comedic value here, but that's a big point. Right? Yeah. How is she able to see through his glamour? Yeah, and I mean, it, one, how is she able to like see out the back of her Exactly. Because <laughs> she doesn't look at all. Yeah. Um, but like we, uh, especially if, um, uh, if you follow guys like a uh, Necrit, um, mm-hmm. where it's, uh, and we've, we talk a lot about it in our Sentinels of Light episodes where, um, the art and a lot of these comics, they use the eyes heavily as far as showing yes. things. Um, so with Arcane, everyone noticed that Jinx's eyes were different than the Jinx that we know. So what if that is like the effect that she has that lets her see past the glamour of a Yordle? Um, or is it just insanity? Who knows? knows? (laughs) Or a combination of both, you know, just a, just a dash of, uh, what is it? The Powerpuff Girls, a little bit of chemical X. Yeah. And, uh, and then once, once we get into like the dialogue between Ziggs and Jinx, like for me, because you mentioned like a lot of like old comics, like the one that like really sticks out to me is like, this is kind of more like Deadpool-esque. Where That's actually, yeah. Yep. Like Jinx is, Jinx is like, you know, she's in her own world. No one knows what she's talking about. Yeah. And then like some of the dialogue is strictly just for the us. Like it's just for the reader. Yeah. So it's breaking the fourth wall at the same time. So it's the, if you like the Deadpool bit, like this comic is going to be a, a good bit of fun. Yeah, that's actually a great comparison. I think a perfect comparison. And to that point, when she grabs him, he's like, oh, shit. She saw through my glamour. My glamour. She's obviously out of her mind. And then she's like, you must be a figment of my imagination. It's like, oh, there's the crazy jinx we know and love. And she says, not only that, which you're also probably my conscience, like a manifestation of my conscience. Um, but the problem is that she has an awareness of her conscience already as they exist as like you're good and you're bad on each shoulder type thing. So she refers to him as like the bigger conscience. (laughs) That's how crazy she is. And then then she has a council with the smaller consciences, which is the good, the good angel, the demon on the shoulders, except they're little zigs. Exactly. (laughs) Immediately. Just all like all within like, just panels of each other we've uh, transitioned from like hey there's a furry thing behind me to you're my conscience what do you say (laughs) yeah and he zigs is like okay well if i'm your conscience how about you don't do whatever you're planning on doing because it's there's a lot of explosions here this is reckless and she's like well that's no fun and he's like okay well i'm leaving i don't know you and then like mentioned she refers to her other conscience to decide to attack him pulls out her rocket Goes boom, boom, and he, his eyes get wide because he's a pyromaniac. So he sees that, and instead of being fearful for his life, he's like, oh, that's cool. (laughs) Uh, The exact wording here is, ooh, pretty. (laughs) (laughs) And he responds by throwing his own bomb at it. (laughs) Yeah, so, and, like, that's, like, you 
we don't get a good sense of it in the first panels when he's talking to Heimerdinger, but it is like Ziggs is in the story, like dancing this fine line between just insanity and like chaotic good. Yeah. <laughs> and this is this is how we finally get to see him kind of dip his toes a little bit deeper into the insane side, which is this chick just shot a rocket at me and all I can think is ooh, pretty yeah. rocket. The, if if we wanted to <laughs> dig deeper, right, the conscious for Ziggs here is that you have Heimer on one shoulder, right, who's been his grounding, his mentor, who's kind of pulled him away from his natural um, love for this chaos uh, and then jinx is the manifestation of it in front of him out of nowhere right so it's like there, there's there's layers here right even though it's a fun comic there's layers here so we get the kaboom and then they both hit the wall whatever and she makes the comment was that good for you like, <laughs> and he's like yeah i mean that was fun <laughs> because up to this point he, he keeps talking about when's the last time he blew something up right it's like it's yeah. like he was a past smoker and he's like i haven't smoked in so long please I need drag man i just need drag please <laughs> Please go outside if you're gonna use bombs. I can't. I, I can't be near them. <laughs> so after that happens, uh, we get this kind of Ziggs immediately comes back to Earth. He's like, okay, that was cool. That kind of brought back memories, but I, we can't keep doing this, right? Kind of thing. I'm gonna go about my business now. And she asked him. She's like, okay, you know explosives. I'm trying to get this thing to work, um, and it won't. Can you help me? And he's like, no, I'm going to leave. You shouldn't do this. And that thing is the Bombapult. And it's funny because, listen, when I read the name, I if you didn't have any imagery, I knew exactly what it was. In my <laughs> mind, I was like, okay, it's something that shoots bombs. But... <laughs> Uh, they have like a little parachutes like it, it it's a it's like a trebuchet type or catapult that launches bombs but those bombs have little little mini like cute parachutes and then they blow up when they hit the target i i mean that, that definitely goes to like the looney tune like this is an acme machine through and through yeah um like the only semblance of realism to it is that it's shaped like a mortar <laughs> but uh but then like functions like a catapult so that even its look just doesn't go with what it does <laughs> it's uh uh it, it really plays into the silliness of the comic and then we we get more of that with you know ziggs fighting with his conscience before being like yeah I, i'm not gonna be a part of this because then it's the little heimerdingers on his shoulders yeah uh yeah. and yes. i i love their argument because it makes me think of futurama with um <laughs> Like the professor just yeah. trying to say very smart things and then Fry going, banana, banana. <laughs> <laughs> so Jinx is like, whatever, I don't need you. I'll fix this myself is the last thing I do, right? And her version of fixing something is just kicking it again. But this time, Ziggs like, looks at it and he's like, this is bad. The nose is going to go off. So he grabs it after she kicks it and then throws it away and it blows up and he saves her. Uh, and she appreciates that, you know, in her weird way, uh, because this was a big bomb. Like it wasn't any it, it's like half firecracker slash confetti, half napalm. <laughs> yeah. Child's toy. A child's toy <laughs> Fisher Price presents. You're never too young for a Vietnam flashback. <laughs> 
<laughs> but so not only not only does Zig save Jinx and we get to see like the explosion like happening above him and launching him into Jinx to be like, oh wow, that was bad. The the very next panel is just like here it, it was a nuclear bomb. <laughs> like this gigantic <laughs> explosion. And it's under this explosion that Ziggs realizes, you know what? Maybe I do want to have some fun with bombs tonight. Like, because that is the sane approach to this is that this <laughs> saying to yourself, this is a bad idea, trying to walk away. The bad idea comes to fruition. You save the idiot from the bad idea. And then you look at them and say, well, that was kind of fun. So let's do it again. <laughs> yeah. But just one night, only one. One and night. We immediately cut into a montage because you're going to need a montage. montage. Yeah. Montage. Uh, and we get some sights here of them in a museum um, throwing up tags on pictures. Uh, we have them in a sweet cake factory essentially blowing it up. But after they get all the sweets and kind of gorge themselves. Uh, we have them at a theater ruining a show. <laughs> you think talking in a movie's bad? How about throwing bombs in a movie? <laughs> if the if the TSA, if someone from the TSA is listening to this episode, we're never getting on a plane again. <laughs> it, we're we're getting tracked just because it's like what bombs in a theater? <laughs> Are they laughing? We, this is America. We've done too much here. We, I um, know, right? Now, all the panels here, though, this is the stuff that, like, I am, like, looking forward to trying to find to see if they we get, like, little Easter eggs of in Arcane. Yes. Because it's not just that, like, they're going, like, tagging art in a museum and all this stuff. Like, these are landmarks of, of Piltover. Um with like the opera house being shown in a cinematic uh, from a while ago for mm -hmm. one of the League of Legends ranked seasons, where the this is the opera house that um, Camille and uh, Jin fight it off in one of their cinematics, um, and then even where they go to get cake, it's a named bakery. It's yeah. a Alecos or Alecos sweet cakes. Yeah. Um, so it's like, hey. What if we see Alecos in Arcane? Huh? Like, like what if cool. this turns out to be like one of like Jinx's like old stomping ground things? Yeah. And like even after she's crazy, she's still going there. So it, those are the things that I like to think of as far as like taking this comic and looking forward to Arcane. Yeah, and there's one thing that happens during this silly montage, which is some very serious commentary from Jinx, because outside of this. We've mainly got her making quips or being just, you know, her standard insane self. And here she's talking about how the reason she's doing these things is because they don't care about her. Um, they don't like the way she dresses. so They won't let her into her their shops. Um, they think that she's, you know, lesser than like a lot of these comments can be read into about her view of them, of her. Right. So she's like, why wouldn't I mess up their town? They don't want me here anyways kind of thing. Right. It, it's almost like a I mean, it is like a brat having a temper tantrum, but a temper tantrum about some real serious things that we know about the division between Piltover and Zahn. If you've listened to any of our episodes and if you haven't, go listen to them because there's a lot of content there to tell you about the division between the two places and what that does to the people when they interact. 
Mm-hmm. So it, 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 it's well done, right? Like it stays within theme of being comic and funny, but it does give us a little bit here about her mental state. Like it's, it's the most sane we're going to get from her during yeah. this moment. Yeah, the key key phrase, the most sane. Because <laughs> it... it it, it, there's no there's no more uphill on this roller coaster ride it, exactly. it only goes deeper it only goes deeper so to that note they finish off with the last target or sorry second to last target they finish off with the monument of progress which is a crown jewel um and we have it off in the distance in on fire and they're kind of sitting on a rooftop just admiring their work <laughs> like two <laughs> two crazed artists yeah. and she mentions to him what's up yeah, uh, I will yeah. say that like the Monument of Progress, uh, it is different than what we get to see mm-hmm. in um, like Runeterra because yes. we do get to see the Monument of Progress in Runeterra uh, and that's on cards like Progress Day and um, uh, I'm blanking on the other name of the card, so forgive me. But um, like since it is that that's a very important thing as far as like for progress day which is a holiday in piltover Mm -hmm. so what if in arcane we get to see like the old uh, monument like the monument before heimerdinger really becomes like a shining beacon within the city of piltover are we going to see like is it going to look the same as it does in this comic well what we can gather from this comic since the only picture we get is it burning (laughs) <laughs> and zig saying hey look at the plumes <laughs> beautiful uh so uh it's a very another interesting thing to see yeah. if uh the, we're gonna arcane's gonna pay homage to some of this stuff exactly we might because we haven't seen heimer in any of the trailers or anything so it could be i mean uh uh since we're gonna get so many episodes and we'll talk more about those in the arcane episodes but We'll see what happens. We might get some cameos of people they didn't reveal because they revealed a lot in the trailers. So there has to be a lot under the covers as well. Um, but yeah, we have them both admiring it, just kind of hanging out because he said one night, the night's still going on, right? Night's going long. And then she mentions, oh, that's not the grand finale. The grand finale is right ahead of us. And he looks up and he sees the uh, warden precinct. And yeah. that moment sobers him. Because what is more innocent than bombing a police station? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we've all played Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> That's instant stars. Hey, we getting five stars in one go, baby. It's called efficiency. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's a precinct. And that sober zigs up to be like, all right, listen, we're not doing this, right? Um, I've, we've had our fun this little much because Ziggs has one rule that he mentioned earlier, which is not to kill anyone and not to get killed. It's pretty yep. simple. It's so simple. You think Akshan would have came up with it. Yeah. Like <laughs> it, that really is like some Akshan level, like thought process. And I do love though, that like the more nervous that he gets, the more like Heimerdinger he talks because then it's yeah. like, like, you know, she's pointing at the warden station and the, like his response to it is, Oh, the warden station. Oh, that would be a fun surprise for them. Uh, we're going to let everyone evacuate the premises, right? Uh, like, <laughs> you know, it's uh, like, no, I didn't say like don't kill people or anything. It's just like, no, let's how, let's let's formulate our plan. <laughs> exactly right, and so he's like, okay, cool, I'll go along with it. Wink, nod, wink. And as she's like, all right, cool, lets her guard down. He takes away the um, what is it called the the detonation box. Yeah. And runs away and he starts yelling, hey, evacuate the building. She's going to blow this thing up. 
Um, because at this point, the town's pretty much cleared out because they've done so much destruction. So the wardens who are on alert because of all this stuff, it makes sense that him yelling would get their attention. Uh, she tackles him and also decides, well, who needs the box? I have my kerchow right here. <laughs> Shoots that. That doesn't do anything. So after she tackles him, the box falls out of his reach. Remember, he's a yordle. He's tiny. His legs don't move as fast. <laughs> <laughs> he's deadly at short distances. Exactly. How many lot are ever just can we get And he, the box rolls away from him. She walks up to it, and he's like, wait, I'm your conscience, remember? Listen to me. And she's like, all right. And then steps on the detonation anyways. With the words. Yeah. Yeah. With the words, get jinxed. Get jinxed. The title card. We got a title card. (laughs) (laughs) So she steps on the detonator, blows out, huge explosion. People are running out of the building. And this frame is actually really cool because it's, once again, you you get these small, it's only 12 pages right you get the small moments of sanity right where it we get a shot of the explosion in the background the um, wardens on the ground trying to like get out of the building and you have jinx looking at it and her face isn't one of like crazed um um indulgence it's like she's like oh shit right it's definitely an oh shit moment for her especially being so close because she didn't plan on blowing it up from this close as well yeah uh, like I, I mean, that's kind of like that whole dodge of like you know looking your victim in the eye, um, as far as like you know, the moral dilemma. Yes, and it's like you can that moral dilemma is deeper if you have to look the victim in the eye, and all of a sudden it's like Jake's is looking at this explosion like, oh God, is this what I've been doing to people? Exactly. Uh, so it's uh, so then we get the uh, hey, this uh, is this what feeling bad feels like? Uh, <laughs> And while Jinx is having this one moment of remorse, the wardens do a head count, and it seems that everyone's accounted for. They got out in time. And now Jinx is like, yay, I don't have to learn anything. And we're straight (laughs) back into insanity. (laughs) And that is not me embellishing at all. That's almost verbatim what she says. (laughs) So the wardens are like, wait, who the hell are you guys? And why are y'all covered in fire? And why is the detonator <laughs> near you? We're going to arrest you. And then they notice that um, Zig's glamour kind of peters out again. And they see him for Yordle. Yordle. So it's like, okay, you guys, there's been an explosion. You guys are the only ones here. You're covered in soot and crap. And there's a Yordle with you. We're going to arrest you. You're going to prison, no trial, straight to jail. Yeah. I and this is where, like, cause this this comic is really like one of the few things that really points out like the um the well for lack of a better term, the racism towards the ordles. Mm-hmm. Uh because they you know, you know, it's like, hey, what is that? It's some creature. And then like one of the only like someone asks, "Oh, is that a yordle?" And then, like the very next thing is like, "It's a Noxian weapon. I saw them use it in Ionia. <laughs> Kill it! Kill it dead!" <laughs> like I, um, yeah, yeah. That uh, the, the, the in a very funny and quirky comic that that, that kind of hits a little too close to uh 
to to being a little real. I'm just yeah. like, oh, the ignorance. <laughs> that's that's how you know with comics and with like manga, we get to see when you see a skilled um creator. Because in one panel, you get what Hetches mentioned, and then you also have a child who shows up and says, "No, it's just a little cute furry thing, like fuzzy thing." It's those two perspectives, right? on the situation that lets you know where things stand in one panel, one panel. Yep. Right. So uh, you have the old guy losing his mind. The young kids like, no, it's just a little cute for fuzzy thing. And then another old guy's like, kill it before it kills us. <laughs> 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 Which is another perspective, right? So great. Two panels. Amazing. Um, and then we get a quick sighting of uh, Heimendinger in his glamour, in the crowd. And Zig sees him, and he's like, hey, Heimer, vouch for me kind of thing. He kind of, you know, they lock eyes. And they ask, do you know this thing? And he says, no, I've never seen that creature in my life, right? And that's an important moment, because remember, up until this point, this is pre-Heimer, right? This is early Heimer days. Um, Ziggs is his Padawan. Like, that's his, he's mentoring him. Um, they're like the only two, because another point that you'll hear from our other episodes, if you haven't listened to them with Yordles in them, is that Yordles tend to be isolated. They tend to be scattered around Runeterra. So, you know, when it's just you two in the town, you guys know each other, you may butt, butt heads. It's just you two, though. You guys are the same, right? Yeah. Um, your people kind of thing. So it hurts. You can see it hurts, and we get a r- real sobering. So like we have a sobering panel for Jinx. We get a sobering one here for Ziggs as well. Uh, and she offers him like, hey, <laughs> Jinx being Jinx, you made me feel things. So I owe you one. <laughs> Why don't you come live with me for a bit and we'll have fun in Zon? Piltover sucks. It's not for people like us. Yeah. And and, and this is this is really fun because it's um because it's a really heavy exit into what was Zig's life. Um, so that like to have like how heavy of an exit it is to then just jinx being like, well, I felt feelings. You should party in Zon with me. And then <laughs> that, and then They're it's basically like dating. Yeah. And then like, tra- <laughs> so then they just like transition from this very sobering and heavy subject matter yeah. into, Hey, want to blow crap up for a living? Um, and like into this weird pseudo dating relationship of like they they both know that they it's like if they're dating they both know neither one of them is dating each other they're dating the bombs <laughs> and uh so then like these are the last page is like where we the only looks that we get at zon uh and it's also like the first time in at least in our show where we get to see zon in a like better light like zon has always just been like the the slums it is the crappiest place to live if you're in zon all you want is out and this is the first time in our show that we really get to look at zon through the eyes of people who actually like being there uh and for what it's worth it's two psychopaths who only want to blow crap up but they do want to be in zon and we so we get this these lovely panels of all these Kim the Kim punks with these Kim trails going everywhere, and they like they 
with Ziggs talking about all the stuff he can blow up there, and then the only thing that we get to hear from the people of Zon, they're coming! Run! <laughs> <laughs> so they just went from terrorizing one town to another. Um, and then we see a shot of them riding off on a rocket together. And Ziggs is happy. He's in his element, right? Yeah. So, yeah, that, that brings us to the end of Paint This Town. Um, it's fun. It's one of those things like, we, you know, we've had a couple of, you know, as we went through our Sentinel of Light stuff and kind of started wrapping that up. Um, you know, a lot of that's very dark, very self-serious, um, as it should be for the thematic uh, point of that those uh related stories but when you're dealing with jinx and you're dealing with ziggs and you're getting to this piltover space piltover although it you know zon has its stories and piltover has its stories you have these more goofy characters in this space right there's more room to play um around with the social dynamics and the people that come out of that that combination so yeah, it's it's cool to have a comic like this right after coming out of like this Sentinel of Light stuff where it's all dark and dour. Yeah, yeah, and and especially since it is like it, it's even ending in a place like outside of the Shadow Isles that's supposed to be dark and dour, and showing that it's like okay, yeah, no, there there's still a lot of quirkiness and you know the a lot of humor within this universe, despite the fact of the harrowing and the harrowing is coming. Um, and then uh, I know for me, um, if you're listening to this and you find it interesting, give it a read. Cause one of the things I'll be doing is like going through these panels and just trying to figure like pinpoint any of like the art styles and as far as like the outfits and stuff of these social norms and saying what I can find in arcane. Cause this is up to this point. It's one of the earliest looks into Piltover and Zon that we get and arcane supposed to be before all that yep. um so it i'm gonna be really interested to see like if there's things that they decided to like you know change up for the show if it's gonna be a thing of like the timeline is why it's different or if they're trying to retcon stuff um i and i'm just gonna be staring at all of these little things these little details and trying to find what i can and annoy ryan as i blow up his phone with all my dumb theories <laughs> it's gonna be fun <laughs> uh, and as always thanks for listening and we'll be back soon with the next episode don't miss these ones yeah. take care everybody <laughs>